Greetings. Today is October 24th, 2016. My name is Ginger Donnell, creator and host of Broken Boxes podcast. I am the mother of two children who have heritage tied to Standing Rock, North Dakota. Over the past two months, my family and I have been to Standing Rock and back, and to Standing Rock and back. Each day I am not on the ground, I go through the internal struggle and heartbreak of not being physically there, and I feel anxious with the urgency that bodies are needed desperately at this time in Standing Rock to stand against the Dakota Access Pipeline. But there is so much power those of us not able to be on the front line in this moment still have. We have the power to share information and spread awareness about one of the largest indigenous-led uprisings in history. So in a humble attempt to share information, I will use my media access through Broken Boxes podcast to put out this call far and wide that people are needed up on the front line now, at this moment. If you are able, please, 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 Go up and stand with the water protectors at Standing Rock, now. This is urgent. They need numbers, today, at this moment. Go now, if you are able. Warriors needed. I also want to invite everyone who is not able to be there physically to share everything you can. Do your research. Share information on ways to support the camps. Become the media. Be the eyes and the ears and the voice of the protection of water. Do not be silent. This episode is a collection of live feed Facebook posts from water protectors on the front line recorded between October 22nd through October 24th, 2016. Material rebroadcast here is from the Facebook pages Honor the Earth, Indigenous Environmental Network, Sacred Stone Camp, Red Warrior Camp, International Indigenous Youth Council, and the Anti-Media. This rebroadcasting is an attempt to allow this information to reach further than one media forum, to share this story in the way the water protectors creating these live feed broadcasts on Facebook have asked us all to do, to get the message out into the world, to break media blackout. We are all connected. Not one single person can live without water. We are Standing Rock. Look, this is an open prairie. This is not even Dakota Access's. This is not even Dakota Access's property, and they have us surrounded. Peace. But we are here in prayer. The world is watching. scare these little children like that, huh? <laughs> little children here. But you have the, you have the choice. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna go water this 
This cop shaking his head no and we said we want to leave. This is Joy Braun with Indigenous Environmental Network. I'm here with on Digital Smoke Signals and other IAN guru, Myron Dury. Myron, can you give us an update what happened? So what we had here is an action that was early. Um, the officers had already aligned forces with uh, with the uh, oh, with DAPL security on the far side. It's hard to say who's DAPL security if there's only officers and National Guard back there. So what we had was a lot of people got maced. A lot of uh, they they brought them in. They're taking care of them. A few people got hurt. Uh, they got crowded, and then in the back end they got panicked. And I posted a video on when they were armed. They surrounded a group of. They, they're estimated around 30 people got arrested. We're not sure exactly the head count. And so uh, everyone panicked in a, in a state where they were praying and they were taking care of each other spiritually. And so. Uh, Right now, we're, we're just getting an update from everybody right now, and... Uh, so, we need everybody to come to camp now. This is not, this is not pretend anymore. This isn't, this isn't, we're just throwing this out to get people here. This is, they're here now, and we need you to be at camp now. Pack up, get your bags, and get on the road and get up here. Come through South Dakota side and get up to Standing Rock. What we have, they are two miles away and they're going to cross the desecration they did they did on September 3rd when they jumped across 15 miles to do the desecration on a cease and desist order to not go through the sacred sites. Can you give a little bit update on the, the sacred uh, sites? So we know for a fact that as soon as you cross 1806, there are sites that have been designated by the Tribal Historic Preservation Officer of Standing Rock as well as other THPOs from other reservations. This site where they had gone through had just on September 3rd, 3rd, September 3rd, they went through they went through the areas that had been clearly marked as sites that needed to be further investigated. They jumped the sites and they, and they, they bulldozed them. When the state historic preservation officers went through, they said, oh, there's no sites. Well, yeah, duh, because they went and they destroyed all of them. So we know as soon as you get across 1806 here, this is a hugely historic area, so we have to stop it now. This is ground zero right now. We need you here now. So we got this as a reference to the ghost dance. And when they, when they were in prayer, they were in circle, and then they create propaganda, and then they went in, and that was the issue. We do not want to repeat history, so we're going to stay here. We're going to stand. We're going to stand strong and bring this to you in real time, relatives. So again, take this message and share, share, share. Can you just let us know, let the let everyone know what they what you were just saying a little earlier? Um, I was telling people to stand together, to pray, no gossip, to be careful because we even have people getting on the walkie-talkies, giving false alarms. We have people saying the camps are going to be raided. All of this is not true. And so we have to stand strong because we are dealing with a billion dollar corporation who has a lot of money and using everything they can to stop 
our protection of the water. What's the call out you want to give everyone? Come stand. We need everybody to come stand here and now. The next few days are crucial. They are now going to be digging up our cultural sites, our burial sites, our traditional cultural properties. We cannot allow them to take our footprint off the world. We have a right to live. Tell them, tell them the, what you were talking about, the ghost dance and the propaganda with media and what happens. So, uh, we have a long history. When, when the ghost dance was first happening, um, the, the press came out and said the Indian uprisings and stuff, and all it was was a prayer dance. People came and danced in prayer. And so they sp spread all this gossip and rumor out there, and then they came in and killed our people at Wounded Knee. They didn't have the idea that people would come in and do this. And then with, uh, with building of the dams, they put out all this negative press, and we, we suffered. So we're at that stage again where all the negative press is going out. Um, the Indian people killed 30 cows. We shot, we shot a cow with arrows, whoever heard. And, and it's just a way to detour support that's happening for the tribes. It's a way to take the major issue off what's happening. And so I'm asking people, don't let Gayapi, don't let gossip control you. Stand strong, stand with prayer. If you hear something, it's probably not true. If they say they're coming in to raid us, it's probably not true. They're, they're coming to take your children, it's not true. The difference right now is we are going to stand. We are not going to listen to their bad press ever again. We are going to stand. Oh, let them know who you are and how long you've been here. 60 years I have been here now. My name is LaDonna Bravebull Ellard. I am owner of the Sacred Stone Camp. Oh. I live here. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go over here real quick and, and do one more interview with uh, our relatives. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm live right now. So uh, the youth. It becomes too much of an issue. I ask you to our young people and to our warriors out there to come here and to stand with us because we need you. Again, I am making that plea. This is urgent. Our young, our, my nieces, my nephews depend on you. That, the pipeline is only two miles away. We are here at ground zero and we need you more than ever. And I just want to say thank you to all those that have issued letters of support, recognition. But now we need people on the ground. So thank you very much. Again, this is coming from the young people. We need you. Aho. Aho. Leon, can you just come here for a second and just share with us a little bit of where you, who you are, where you're from, and, and why you're here? I'm Leha Spoonutter. Northern Arapaho, Eastern Shoshone, Oglala Lakota. I am here to stop the pipeline. I am here to be a representative of the youth. I am here to stand strong with Standing Rock and to show solidarity. What I'm asking, I just did a press conference asking people to come here. It is most urgent that our warriors come here now. Um, we can't wait any longer. 
you know, it is two miles away from us now. Our young people are dependent on us to stop the black snake. They're dependent on our warriors. They're dependent on the people that are here. But the people need to get in their trucks, need to get in their cars, bus ticket, whatever you need to do, get here now. We need them. We need our warriors here. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so you're hearing that relatives are two miles away, and right here where we're going, they've been. We've got a. I want to give an update. My name is Kanahus Manuel. I was one of the people that were arrested yesterday here defending the sacred. Um, I just like to say that I'm out and I want to say thank you for all the prayers and for the people that are coming to stand with us on the front lines. We need you. This is our war cry to the universe for freedom and liberation for us all. Can you tell me your name please? My name is Lauren Howland. How old are you? I'm 21 years old. Where do you come from? I'm from the Hickory Apache Nation in Dulce, New Mexico. Can you tell me what happened today? Today we were doing peaceful prayers. We weren't even on the oil site. We were in the quadrant next to it, uh, behind the fence line. We went and started praying with our tobacco. And militarized police vehicles came around and about six, seven units behind them. Also about 50 cops in riot gear. And I'm not sure, no, I'm not gonna say that, but they flanked us, they corralled us, and then they started taking us out. Um, we were retreating peacefully. They asked us to leave, so we did. They gave us two options, either get arrested or leave peacefully. And we were on our way out peacefully, and they started macing us. They maced a couple people. They started pushing us with their batons very aggressively, even though there was kids and pregnant women there. Um, they corralled us when we were almost um, on the safe zone. They surrounded us, both groups. There was two groups. One, The bigger group was about 50 people. The smaller group was when I was in, they corralled us. They let the group of 50 people go and they corralled about 30 of us, 35, 40 of us. And we had formed a no surrender line around circling the, the women and children. And I was in the no surrender line. There was a child there who was very scared and who got separated from his grandparents and his auntie. And so he was just crying and bawling his eyes out. So me, I'm part of the youth council. So me and another youth council member, um, Leah and Danny Grassro, we all comforted the child and we're trying to tell the officers to let that child go just let that one child go and a couple of women who needed to go and that were pregnant and the officers kept denying us and denying us and denying us and when we tried to try to escort the kid off you know away from the cops an armed officer with his baton came and shoved all of us back very aggressively several times in a row. My hand got in the way of it and it was almost fractured, almost broken. I don't know yet the full status of it, but. And that was when you were protecting the young boy? Yes, we were. 
He was only about 10 years old. He was scared for his life. He was crying his eyes out. We were trying to comfort him. And the officers just kept looking at us and denying him his right to go free because he was only 10. We were trying to get him out. They finally, we finally convinced them to let him go. And I tried to drag a couple of people, a couple of our IOYC members out. They kept Danny Grassroat, but they let me and Leah go with the child because we were protecting him and we refused to let him go by himself. So luckily we got out after that. Um, he was so scared for his life. We kept trying to comfort him and tell him the officers there were to protect him. And it was hard to say that to him after they had done what they'd done to us and after he's seen what he saw and that boy would be traumatized for the rest of his life because of this because of what these officers did to him and what he saw for his own eyes you ask that little boy you find him around camp you ask him what happened and he will run for his life he'll be so scared because of this i'm scared because of this that was a very violent happening we were just peaceful we were unarmed we had our tobacco in our hands we were praying and they rounded us up like sheep and took us out one by one. And I don't know how to feel about it right now. I'm gonna pray for them. I'm gonna pray for their families and continue to do what we do. Because my hand was hurt because of that little boy. I just, I don't really know what to say. Did a good job. Everybody, we need everybody to come now. We need people to get here to Standing Rock today. I don't care what you have to do. Get on a plane, get on a bus, tell your auntie you're going to borrow her car, whatever it is. Put in that change jar, get your butt here. Why do you need them here? We need them here because this, we're not going to let this, this, this pipeline go through and destroy more sacred sites and threaten the water and threaten 18 million people's lives all for profit all for money that's bullshit and the national guard is protecting them that means obama is protecting dakota access right now obama i'm calling you out hello everyone right this moment as we speak we have about 60 police cars meeting with people on the front lines sound cannons and they're blocking people in peaceful water protectors about a hundred or so and right now wherever you are if you could please just take a moment to pray for all of our brothers and sisters right there on the ground um, they recently shot one of the drone cameras out of the sky because they're trying to they're trying to erase any record of the behavior that they're doing right now so please take a moment wherever you are to just say a prayer I believe that prayers can change the world and I believe that our prayers our compassion for all of our water protectors and for all of the police right now can actually create a safe container around the people there and so please take a moment as we speak they're being barricaded and locked in to this to this area where the burial sites are being threatened and so please let's all just use our our time our mental energy our our emotional energy to send a lot of prayers for protection and for grace to come to that area because as we speak 
um, people could get hurt, uh, even though they're being so, so brave and maintaining nonviolence in the face of such cruelty, in the face of such degradation to their human and civil rights, still they're maintaining that nonviolence. So part of the prayer too is that we can help them continue to hold nonviolence because a lot of people on the ground are getting scared. The pipeline's getting five miles away from the river. And so people are considering going to extremes, you know, maybe breaking out of our nonviolent vow to stop this pipeline. So prayers for them too that they continue to to maintain nonviolence because the moment we break away from nonviolence is the moment this whole movement is going to come apart. And so they're doing so well right now, so well. They're erecting teepees right in the middle of the pathway. And so we really need to take a moment wherever we are to just say, Creator, may you please bless this situation. May you please help the people on the ground. May you please bring the type of miracle that we need today. To, to protect all the people there. You know, they're bringing out the mace, they're bringing out the clubs, they're bringing out, they're shooting down drones. They're shooting any evidence of these human rights violations. And we need the type of miracle that can keep all of these people safe in this situation. Um, and we need all the ancestors, all the spiritual beings, all the spiritual protectors to to go to this spot right now at Sacred Grounds Camp where they're setting up teepees right in the line of the pipeline, right in the line of fire that they can be protected today. And so stay informed about what's going on because all of our Facebook posts are being downed. Everything we post doesn't get very far as it used to. At the beginning of this struggle, the whole world knew about it. And now some of our posts are only reaching 200,000 people instead of 12 million people like they used to. And so we have to take it upon ourselves to inform ourselves what's going on. And one of the best information sites is Sacred Stone Camp Facebook page. Uh, yesterday people were maced, people were clubbed, people were uh, tackled for doing nothing but nonviolently protesting the desecration of burial sites and the desecration of water. And that was nowhere on my feed. That was nowhere on my news feed. If someone didn't text me and tell me what happened, I would never have known. And so we have to take it upon ourselves, I think, to go to, to these Facebook pages and, and stay informed about what's going on because it's not going to show up on our news feeds. It's not going to show up it's not the information isn't going to come to us anymore. Facebook, for whatever reason, is is hindering the the dissemination of the news on the ground. So, but in any case, uh, my love and my prayers are with all of you. We have lots of people watching this right now. We have a hundred plus people watching this live stream right now. So there's a hundred of us right now in one place, in one mental place, and so let's all send those prayers send those um that compassion down to the ground in north dakota just just north of cannonball north dakota at the sacred grounds camp you know may may you please bring all of your angels all of your ancestors all of your spirits to go and help and protect these people creator may you please bless the hearts of the water protectors 
help them to not have fear, help them to be truthfully in their state of love for the water, help them to know that there are legions of ancestors behind them. Creator, may you bless the, the hearts of the police as well. May you help them to not have fear. May you help it all to have that spirit of grace in the middle of everything as things start to build and as tensions begin to mount. If we can all focus on this together, I really truly think that we can positively affect what's going on as we speak at Sacred Ground Camp. So just take a moment to do pray however you pray, whether you pray to Wakantanka, uh, whether you pray to the Dien whether you pray to Allah, whether you pray to Jesus, whoever you pray to, whatever in whatever way you pray, whatever kinds of offerings you make, let's all take the time to come together to pray for our relatives on the ground who are um, standing right up against sound cannons that could totally deafen them at any moment. So they're, they're facing a lot of intense and scary things right now, but they're doing so good and I'm so proud of them and the whole world is so proud of them because even in the face of all of this cruelty, even in the face of all of this inhumane treatment of, of people, they are still chanting their sacred songs, you know, they're still saying love will find a way and they're still yelling out to the policemen that we pray for your awakening, we pray for your water because all of these water protectors on the ground, which are of so many different races, you know, we have black hoop, white hoop, yellow hoop, red hoop, all joined together as one. All of these groups, they're, they're really managing to pray for the policemen, for the helicopter pilots, for the people who are macing our people, and, and they're doing such an amazing job. And so when we come together like this, across races, across nations, across classes, across religions, we can and already have changed the world. And so this is, we're a part of this right now. We can't be there on the ground with them. We can't be another body that is so brave to stand up to these forces of, of violence. But what we can do from wherever we are is we can send our prayers. So thank you everyone. This is so cool. We have like 123 people watching this live stream right now. That means if all of us pray at once, we're sending a huge blast of ancestral energy to the ground there to give them inspiration in their hearts, to give them hope in their minds, and to give them kindness through their actions, and to give them courage to stand up and do this. And I only wish I was there with them at this moment, but I have to get this darn master's degree. And um, I thank all of you for being here with me at this time. And I thank all of you for sending the love that you're sending and sending the prayers that you're sending. And uh, someone just said, sing your love song and put on your love paint. <laughs> and I think that's pretty much what we're being called to do right now as warriors. Warriors who are not the type who take lives, but the type who give their life. Give their life in the spirit of service to the earth, to the creator, and to this this water that we know is the root of all life. So thank you all so much for joining. And I'm just gonna sing one song, and as I sing it, you know, maybe you can pray with me, pray with me for the people on the ground, so. Call 
Let's keep praying for them as as we sing this song. I know I'm not supposed to sing these sacred songs on any camera or do it for any fame, but I'm truly just doing this to be able to pray with all of you. That's the only reason I sing this song. So let's let's pray for them as they're standing up to these armed vehicles right now. Let's keep on praying and let's keep this prayer alive in our hearts as we walk throughout our day. Let's ask Creator for a miracle, for a blessing on the ground there. And let's remember that our we are making history right now. We are changing the world right now through our prayers and we are a part of this this web of a blanket that is covering an earth that is that is having a hard time. So thank you all for 
for praying with me and let's continue to do so if that's the best we can do from where we're at that's a lot and let's um let's let's do as many letter writings as we can to morton county and to all of these brutal um, militarized police forces we really need to start to bring that that political pressure to them as well in addition to our prayers so um, I love all of you so much I'm looking forward to organizing as much as we can to help them on the ground and thank you for praying for our people who are on the ground right now love you all
up on the hill over there, there are officers that are coming for us. We are prayerful people. We are here to protect the land. We are here to protect the water. Please come help us. President Obama, if you're out there and you're listening to us, please send some help for us. Think about Sasha and Malia. Think if they were out here, we're fighting for your children's water as well as our own. There are men up on the hill over there. There are men on the hill over here. These are the faces of our youth that are here, President Obama. These are the faces of children that are here protecting the land, defending the water. Please. Please come help us. If you are out there and you have a way to contact President Obama, tell them that we are here. Tell him that we need his help. Tell him that we, we want him to come here right now. Tell him that we want him to stand. We're going to lose signal when they come. We're going to lose service. We're not going to be able to reach out to you. So we're reaching out to you now before they come to us. Please come help us. Please come protect us. Please send people to stand with us. If you're out there and you're here to support the youth, if you're out there and you're a parent, if you're out there and you're an auntie or an uncle, a grandma or a grandpa, please come and know that we need you. If you're out there, please share this video and let them know that we are here. The Youth Council is here. We are praying. We are standing together. There are hundreds of people that are walking down the highway that have left us here. We are standing as a Youth Council to ensure that the men that are across on that hill know that the Youth Council is here. I'm sure they can hear us. They have their LRADs, they have their Stingrays, they have their mace, their tear gas, their rifles, their pistols, their taser guns. Let people know that we're out here. To all the parents that are watching, know that your children are safe. We are protected by our ancestors and our foremothers. The Creator is here with us. We are not afraid. Please let them know that we're here. We are the International Indigenous Youth Council. And we are here as youth requesting that you come support us. As youth requesting that you call upon our President to come support us. As youth requesting that you let us protect our water. As youth letting, asking you to let us protect our lands. Our ancestors are over there. They've been dug up. They're driving over our ancestors' graves, they're driving over our ancestors' bones, and they don't care. Please let them know that we are here. Don't let us stand alone. Okay, everybody, is this video working? Can anybody see it? Well, this is connecting. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, the police are being pretty oppressive, and they're bending, and in some cases even breaking laws, which is why we have our faces masked to protect ourselves from... Uh, unjust police uh, charges pretty much. Um, you want to give us an update on what's going on here? Okay, right now um, we are confronted by, necessarily confronted, but they're uh, 
uh, waiting behind, behind about 100 yards from us. Uh, cops, state cops, other state cops, North Dakota state cops, uh, with their weapons out and their dogs out, 100 yards from us, checking us out here at the uh, new camp we're establishing to block the black snake. And also, just got word that there's 150 cops coming in from Bismarck. Uh, to probably arrest several of our people here today. Coming from the north, huh? From the north. Yeah. What about the blockade? Can you tell us about that? The blockade, the, 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 this black snake that we're uh, uh, <clears throat> attempting to uh, stop is now approximately about four miles from here. And they're progressing. When we're not here, they're, uh, they're, uh, uh, they continue their construction. But since we're here, since this morning, they stopped their construction as we do it every day when we do uh, hit the front lines. And uh, so now we have a camp here established to block this black snake that's supposed to come right through here. So we're here, all our people there, there's about at least a good couple of thousand people here. That's why the cops are standing off and they got 150 cops coming in. So there's going to be a uh, some drama here. Yeah, but not on our behalf. It's them pushing, pushing, yes, pushing. Not forward. on our behalf. We have absolutely <coughs> no intentions of committing any kind of violence. That is against the uh, the protocol here. Protocol here is to pray and for peace. Yeah. To stop this black snake. Did you hear those shots fired earlier? The police are now. Uh, we caught them on film. We got evidence, and it's already on the internet of them. Uh, firing shots they were shooting at drones and um now they they've countered that by saying they were in fear of their life but the drone was nowhere near the helicopter pilot and it was nowhere uh, near endangering anyone i think it's just uh you know they're trying to justify the bad things that they're doing but yes. did, you, did you hear those shots it's, at all yes i heard the shots earlier about an hour or so ago and uh we were parked about a mile down the road we, we heard the shot there's 10 cop cars over the hill uh, where the shots came from. So they're, they're just uh, 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 utilizing scare tactics so that we may live. leave. But when we left after the ceremony, they came down here to try to desecrate this camp that we're trying to establish. So we all had to come back. So we're all here to protect them. Slaughter of life cut the head off of this black snake. All right, um, and then we also got reports that two, uh, so the police are over here on this side. You can see them in their uh, militarized vehicles there. Let me zoom in a little bit. That's only some of them, but there's more over the hill. There's about 10, 15 cars over there. Okay, and then there's more reports of more coming from the north from this side, where the blockade is. Right. And then earlier, uh, one of my friends, Leha Spuhunter, he gave an interview, and I'm going to try to get it online, but he said a vehicle came over here, an ATV came over here, and uh, armed armed men got out of it and took uh, tried to take four water protectors. I think he said two got away, and they got two of them, but they had their weapons drawn. Oh, yeah? Did you see that at all? Or no, were you not? I okay. It was probably earlier before we all came back. Okay, yeah. yeah there were some people here. There's a guy over here that was, he caught it on his phone, so I'm going to try to get footage of that and uh, share it also so people can see what's happening. Any form of evidence is very, very uh, important. Right. And video, audio, visual, whatever. Yeah. 
You have any messages for the people at home or for the uh, officers, Morton County Sheriff's Office, the governor? You have any messages? The police officer, the governor, or the, or the mayor. But to my people, pray for us. We are doing everything in our power through prayers in any way possible except violence to stop this black snake. This is the whole idea here. And we are here. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Going live in just a second. Hey everyone, this is Derek Bros with the Anti Media, the Conscious Resistance. I'm back here at Standing Rock. Uh, for those of you who may have missed the videos earlier, please check out the Anti Media Facebook page. We've been posting live updates the past couple hours, and I wanted to give you guys a minute to to get an update from somebody who he is here directly, is in, involved with the organizing, is a water protector here with us, so that you can hear it directly from us, the people on the ground level. Um, not what the cops try to report later. Earlier I showed you guys how there was a, a temporary blockade right here on the road. Um, as you can see, it's been moved now after the police came to to basically request that. And we're going to talk now with Regis to give us his take on uh, on what is exactly taking place. So, how you doing, Brother Regis? I'm doing good. I'm me. I'm Regis from Michigan, water protector out here in Standing Rock. There was a blockade up here and on two other roads that we had. However, we have taken those down. We are not in any violations of any law. We are not here to stress um, either side out. We have taken the um, roadblocks down. We're peaceful. We're being protective. We are stressing the point to stay in prayer. Um, everybody out there, please stay in prayer for us out here. Um, again, the roadblock has been taken down, and we are reverting into our peaceful, prayerful state that we have always been in. Uh, Brother Regis, do you, do you anticipate any police presence coming tonight? And if so, is the camp planning to stay? There are um, police presence um, a couple of miles back. However, they have a camp that's set off to the side. Um, we're not in any conflict with them at this time. We also do not want any conflict with them. We are peaceful, we are prayerful. Um, with that being said, um, we don't anticipate any violations of law from the police or from the other side, and we aren't going to have any from our side. Absolutely. How can people you know, stay, stay up to date or just support? What can they do? Yeah, if you want to stay up to date on this, go to Sacred Stone on Facebook, go to Red Warrior on Facebook, um, follow any of the camps on there. You'll get your most accurate information. Also, the brother here on his Facebook page and website. Go to that. They'll be posting regular information. Great brothers here. Good information. Also, too, at the same time, if you're trying to donate anything, uh, make sure that you're donating to good GoFundMe pages. Make sure you're donating directly to the cause as opposed to any imposters that might be out there. Absolutely. Any, any other last words, brother? No, just everybody stay strong. Mini Wachoni. Water is life. Love one another. If you can come out here, come out here. If you're at home, do what you can at home. A warrior on the front line is just as good as a person pressing a like on a Facebook page. We love you, and we pray for peace. Thank you, brother. Oh. All right. You guys just heard from Regis, Brother Regis, who is a water protector here in Standing Rock. I'll show you guys once more the blockade that we showed earlier. The streets are clear in case the, the cops try to say anything different. Cars are driving through, as you can see. The presence is only here 
to stop or to prevent a heavy militarized police force from coming through. Um, you can still see here some of the remnants of the blockade and it's still here. People are planning on camping out here tonight. Uh, the camp goes further up in the distance where the construction, let me see if I can show you guys. Construction is taking place, it's supposed to take place right up there on the hill if you can see behind those trees. So that's why we're camped here because people are, are spreading the camp. It's Sacred Stone Camp, Red Warrior Camp, and now we're growing into a new camp where people are basically taking the streets and being willing to risk arrest to try to protect the water and to protect the earth. So please, if you haven't seen our earlier feeds, go to the Facebook page for the Anti-Media. Check out my Facebook, The Conscious Resistance, if you want to talk to me personally, Derek Bros, B-R-O-Z-E. And please make these videos go viral. The Anti-Media, Free Thought Project, Activist Post, Wake Up News, Collective Evolution, Mint Press News, these are all quality quality media outlets, independent and alternative media outlets that you can trust, that I trust and that I work with and that I'll be broadcasting with through this whole week as I'm here in Standing Rock, North Dakota. So let go of the dead stream. Don't look for hope in CNN, MSNBC, Fox, or any of those corporate media. They're not telling you what's really going on. Instead, they want you to be distracted thinking about the election when there are much bigger issues taking place. So if you care about this issue, please spread these videos. Let's make them go viral. Get the numbers up. If you can be out here, get out here. If you can't, organize something in your city. Uh, do what you can where you can. It's time to get organized locally and show people that <clears throat> we are actually organized. You know, Not just on this issue, but on tons of other issues. As far as donation site, I would say go to sacredstonecamp.org. Go to sacredstonecamp.org and follow them for the donations. I'm here from Houston, Texas as a journalist, as a water protector, and as a representative of my people back home. And I'm here to stand with the water protectors and to stand with my ancestors and to try to bring truth and justice and share it with you guys. So I'll be here all week broadcasting live through anti-media, conscious uh, resistance, collective evolution, wake-up news, Mint Press News, Activist Post. Ready? Yep. Yep. So today that's... Uh Standing Rock Sioux Tribe exercised tribal sovereignty over land to the east of Highway 1806 here in order to set up winter camp here right in line, in the line of, in the path of destruction of the Dakota Access Pipeline. Um, to do that, they set up roadblocks on the north and south and to allow space and time for folks to come in and set up camp here at the winter camp, which is now uh, just behind a, a little ways up the road. Um, there's a couple of things that people can do uh, if you want to support from wherever you are. Um, one is to uh, for folks to come out, right? For tribes to show up um, and support and stand with Standing Rock to come to this winter camp that has just been established. Uh, it's sovereign land, so please come and enjoy. Uh, live sovereign. <laughs> uh, but they also asked uh, tribes to sign on and officially um, support the assertion of sovereignty that has happened here today. Um, the other thing that folks can do, Hillary supporters, uh, call your local uh, campaign headquarters and ask that Hillary come out in support of, the, of, uh, of uh, come out against the Dakota Access Pipeline. Um, that's really important. Um, she has been silent on this issue and that's uh, just not right. And in order for things to move forward, uh, the party um, hopefully the party that will win uh, needs to come out against the Dakota Access Pipeline publicly. 
Um, the other thing you can do is contact your local news. This is a historic assertion of sovereignty. Um, this is something that does not happen every day. It's something that's very beautiful. And, uh, you know, everybody should hear about this. So that's really important also. Um, the other thing that you can do is contact the director of domestic of the direct of the domestic policy council. Her name is Cecilia Munoz, and her number is 202-456-1191. Again, to contact the director of domestic of the domestic policy council, Cecilia Munoz. Her number is 202-456-1191, and ask that uh, President Obama. Uh, stop the Dakota Access Pipeline. Um, so yeah, it's a good and beautiful thing to happen here today. And yeah, hopefully it'll be more later. Over 20 tribes have come forward to stand with Standing Rock and support this assertion of sovereignty, which is a good and beautiful thing. Good morning, relatives. I want to do a quick update with you guys today about a recap of yesterday with the indigenous eminent domain. So we'll start with a uh, morning prayer. Nanishtai, awotmoa, bija awotmoa, nanishtai, humira, numaj, tsunami, yadua, mogoi, bless our mind, spirit, and what we, what we say. Nanishtai, numaga, humira, bija, numaga, bless all our relatives in the four directions. Our Mother Earth, our water, Numaga, all our people. So, I want to share a, um, a quick quote with you guys this morning. Let me unlock this phone here. This quote is something that's very powerful, as what we witnessed yesterday happen in the indigenous eminent domain. We are part of creation. Thus, if we break the laws of creation, we can destroy ourselves. We, the original caretakers of Mother Earth, have no choice but to follow and uphold the original instructions, which sustain the continuity of life. We recognize our umbilical cord connection to Mother Earth and understand that she is a source of life, not a resource to be exploited. We speak on behalf of all creation today to communicate an urgent message that man has gone too far, placing us in the state of survival. We warn that one day you would not be able to control what you have created, that that day is here. Not heeding warning from both nature and the people of the earth keeps us on the path of self-destruction. The self-destruction, destructive path has led to the Fukushima nuclear crisis, Gulf oil spill, tar sands devastation, pipeline failures, impact of carbon dioxide emissions, and the destruction of groundwater through hydraulic fracking, just to name a few. In addition, these activities and development continue to cause the de deterioration and destruction of sacred places and sacred waters that are vital for life. That was from our elder Orville Looking Horse. I want to share these these messages that our youth now are taking upon themselves to say, you know, we are no longer going to stand by and let the destruction happen. We will lay our lives in the front. Even journalizing will put our lives in the front. If it if it even me, uh, means going to jail to report what is happening and the atrocities of our land here, 
the Dakota Access Pipeline has committed those atrocities. Therefore, Indigenous eminent domain was necessary to reclaim the land. Something that has been resonating in our minds new, that is new now, which means all of the Indian law attorneys no longer exist. It has to be Indigenous inherent rights law predating all of that. The treaties now that have been broken, the violation of the contract of this country's forefathers have been broken. And so when you're looking at indigenous eminent domain, this is, this is the first step where this was done in prayer, this was done in song, and demonstration of prayer in song redefines what does that mean for the rest of the world as they do song and prayer. A protection of that as you witnessed when they came with the tanks, when they came with the guns, how powerful that prayer was, how powerful that song was. And even as we are praying for the land and rejuvenating the land and witnessing and documenting that land, the journalists were also a part of that prayer. And also, even though the Morton County Police don't know it, they were a part of that prayer. They got to witness it and they got to be a part of the ceremony. Even though they were on the outside of that circle, that circle is like the fire and you're watching it and tending the fire. And they're a part of that. And that one way, shape, or form, that spirit is touching them. That spirit is connecting with them. They're watching it in live feed. They're watching it. Even the pilot flying around, even at low level. The lower he got, when he got right above the crowd, he was being blessed as well. Those prayers were blessing them. The mercenaries on the outside that, that came in the camp, they came down on ATVs and stole two people, kidnapped them. We know that. We witnessed it. It's on video. Many people were running there. Several hundred people were running there. They also got part of that blessing. And when they watch this, they're going to know that they were a part of something very sacred, ceremony. Many people can't stand next to ceremony if they don't have that good heart. That good, that good, and they're in their conscious mind. And these guys, they watch from afar, but they're a part of it. And they can feel that connection to the land. They're witnessing protocol. They have, they actually have access that many of you don't have access to. When they are witnessing that sacred fire being lit, when they are documenting it in paper, when they're documenting all the actions, they don't realize that this is connecting to their spirit, that their spirit it needs that. It is, it is getting fed. Their spirit is getting fed. They're getting part of the blessing. Like if you cut wood for ceremony, if you, if you bring food to ceremony, even though they are with different intentions, that ceremony is still affecting them. And they were a part of ceremony. It was necessary that the, the worst of the worst came forward and was getting blessed as well. So I, I we're thinking about this last night and talking about it early this morning as we were... Uh, taking care of all the things that we needed in social media and getting the right information out there and and um, answering calls and answering emails and um, making sure people wanted to know if their families were okay and everyone was safe relatives everyone was in protection of prayer like I said when they were shooting over the over the crowd trying to hit drones and they did hit a couple of drones we witnessed from those filmmakers out there that that their drones were hit and um, it was powerful and so we even used we even uh, using prayer in 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 reflection of what is happening on the outside of the world. What needs to be done is what's happening on the inside of the world. The chaos on the inside, and uh, the the destruction that we were witnessing yesterday, 
So I want to also thank those relatives and those locals that came and helped were in support of the indigenous people there or support of the people around the world that were there and they they believe that it was it was right what was being done so the reclaiming of the land was the is going to be revitalizing the land and bringing it back into harmony with with uh, not just the uh, the area of, of healthiness but also with spirituality now the ceremony and the sacred fire has been lit very very powerful that fire so the rest of the camps will take part of that fire part of those ashes part of that ceremony from that main fire and take it to their camps and the ceremony has begun so we need everyone down there relatives to witness and be a part of that healing so and to reassert in your rights as native nations first nations and indigenous people everyone is a part of history right now and this is what we are witnessing the broken promises and the broken treaties the contract has been broken that is now in null and void and so it is time for this country to is to heal from that and what does that mean it starts from wars when the tribes helped the war the United States through war it's in time when the boarding schools happened and the atrocities and the churches came through and we are witnessing just so you just mind you that churches are coming in reciprocity. Churches are becoming part of that healing. They understand what happened to the indigenous people. They understand that it was sexual abuse. They understand there was a lot of death and murders. They understand that and they are coming forward and part of that healing as well. So there is many, many senators coming in. There is many council people coming in and uh, uh, local officials coming in, non-native, a lot of non-native relatives coming in to show their support physically show their support and and hand that documentation of support worldwide support as well so this is something we're really witnessing not just in the local area but worldwide so share that message that we are now in ceremony and you are a part of that fire now i'm just sent you this message uh we call it uh through the wind even though the wind even though it's you can't see it you can't see the, the talking, but you can hear it right now through my voice. And this is part of ceremony, is what you're witnessing right here. Digital protocol is what we've been practicing here as well. Opening up and, and a, a blessing in this morning in this morning discussion. So indigenous eminent domain is the, the inherent laws that have now been enacted in protecting Mother Earth. And so with that, we need your help to help protect Mother Earth. We need the journalists out there to help report accuracy. The arrow that was shot at the helicopters, let me show you that arrow. I'm pulling that what was done, a spiritual acknowledgement at that helicopter. That's what was done. That's how powerful Morton County that arrow was powerful that's what was reported in the newspaper that's how powerful this prayer is even it's so powerful they, they even report it as they see it that symbolicness if you were to put your hand there to lay your hand on someone the healers that can just put their hand around you and heal you in those good ways that is coming back that reclaiming a spirituality, 
that reclaiming of our language, that reclaiming of clean water, that reclaiming of clean air, that reclaiming of spiritual land be taken care of and reconnected from our spirit to the land. That is being done, and that's what was witnessed. What we're witnessing, though, is that on the other side, they still aren't receiving it, and they're thinking of things to just put out there. So there's a video we posted earlier where one of the filmmakers, uh, Extension of Digital Smoke Signals, was documenting our, our uh, travel out there on the county road of being followed and harassed. And the video shows where we pulled up and the, the officer says, how you doing, Myron? And I, and I ask him, how do you know me? And he's telling me Facebook. And we know that the Morton County Police Department watches my Facebook page. Uh, we know you guys watch it. And we also send blessings and prayers to you to let you know we're praying for you here as well. And uh, that following day, he uh, uh, a week later, he receives a warrant that he was not even given. They have no license of his. That he was never pulled over. He was never received anything. But he, he we were checking, and um, he has now a warrant. On a day he wasn't even here, he has a warrant. He wasn't even in this area within 100 miles, he has a warrant. So these are the things that are happening. We're starting to witness with the people that they're looking on social media, they're creating um, warrants behind the law that they are abusing. And as, as you know myself, for documenting, I have a warrant. I had a warrant for stalking and reporting what we need to report as, as journalists. These are the journalists that are being attacked. These are the journalists being targeted. Yesterday was the documentation of many of the other journalists that were around that were documenting from the air. They were documenting from all around the atrocities that were happening. They documented the, the, those uh, Dapple security coming in on ATVs and stealing those two people that were on the outside of the crowd. They're documenting this. They documented uh, what they said when they threatened them as they threw them down and zip-tied them. These are the things that we're showing on social media is the new outlet. We are the media. We are the media, and we're going to report it accurately. So with that, relatives, I want to close out with a song and then let you know that when we get done with our, with our social media, we get done with uh, putting everything up there that we need to answer with people and to educate them on what has just happened today with indigenous eminent domain. I'm hoping that the beginning of, of what I read will help you understand why the indigenous people have reclaimed the land from the destruction that has been going on the contract violations with the broken treaties are no longer valid and how did the those it kind of reminds me of when somebody has bad credit and a company comes in and buys your bad credit <clears throat> somehow this company the Dakota Access Pipeline Energy Transfer bought broken treaty land from the government or from the state somehow this had happened and so with you relatives doing your research and and helping to educate what we witness is that through non-violent direct drone action with digital smoke signals yesterday, non-violent direct drone action, we were able to witness environmental justice with drones, being able to report accurately what was being done under siege to indigenous people in prayer, in song, in round dance, and in ceremony, lighting the sacred fire, erecting that teepee right in the middle and starting the council, the, the seven councils fire properly. Even under fire, the ceremony continued. That's how powerful it is. So just so you know, 
uh, any officers, any Dakota Access Security, any Morton County Police Department, South Dakota Police Department, cause all the, the police, all the police departments, the higher patrol police department, South, uh, uh, we got uh, Highway Patrol, South Dakota Higher Patrol, Tribal Police, Federal Officers, FBI, all of you guys that are out there, the Rangers that we just watched go by, all of you are in ceremony with us today. Napija, 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 Tsunami. With good thoughts. You see good. What you say is needs to be good. And in your heart has to have that good choice. You know what you're doing is wrong. What you need to do is what is right. This is the turning point in history. Are you on the right side of history? Is your intentions on the right side of history? And if you are witnessing the wrong side of the law, then you need to be accountable and hold them accountable for their actions or you will never be able to live with yourself wondering I could have done this I should have done this in 10 20 years when your grandchildren are witnessing this as we repeated in history history is not going to repeat itself here we are starting a peaceful beginning a prayerful beginning as the ghost dance and elder talked about the ghost dance as well the ghost dance up here where the massacre occurred after the ghost dance and now they said that was the propaganda of media we are no longer going to be standing in that direction anymore we're in a peaceful prayer as the ghost dance was here we are in peaceful prayer and we are in the connection with the mother earth and we're going to stay in connection and prayer until this is complete until the mother until our mother earth is healed again so all our relatives back in Nevada, the ghost dance was acknowledged as part of the healing circle. And this is part of the healing circle as our Paiute Shoshone relatives are up here participating and helping in our tribal members. Reporting back home and reporting why we're here, protection of the water. So I want to say that in a good way, relatives. Share this message. Share that we are in prayer right now and that the sacred fire has been lit. And we need you to help protect that sacred fire because that sacred fire doesn't just affect us here in this area. It affects the world in witnessing a powerful indigenous eminent domain action has just been taken reclaiming the land in peaceful and power and song and dance. With that, Bijat Womo. Oh. I want to tell you a story. being was born out of the anxiety of separation. It is a fearful creature that we have nourished. We nursed it, oil and iron and blood, let it feast upon our battlefields. It grew powerful in the shadows of our wars, and it learned to crawl aided by combustion engines. The beast became cunning and started a revolution of industry. Its arms grew and reached out of the killing fields where its belly remained and found refuge in all our homes. It brought us many wondrous gifts and promises of leisure. It had taught us to grow idle and complacent, stripped us of our natural intelligence. It convinced us we were special and separate that the earth was here for our taking. It created the idea of a void in us, all that could never be filled. It lied and said we were created in its image and that we must consume as it consumes in order to survive.
we are in crisis. Our ears strain to hear the song our hearts have always felt. The melody rings out from a voice that was here all along in a language we all understand. It is hard to remember the sound of our mother's heartbeat through embryonic fluid, but that is the first sound we ever heard. Amplified by water, the song sings to all living beings we are not alone. Every living thing is preceded by the offering of water back to the earth. Then we are born. And so we open our eyes to see that the song unfolds and rolls out through hilltops and valleys, along river basins and shorelines, across the crest of ocean waves and textures on tree trunks. The song slides through desert sands and mountain peaks. It speaks without sound, so loud that we know we must belong. Each and every one of us is built to carry water. We are vessels to hold and share, to protect and keep safe. We are in crisis.